Well, happy Christmas. Nice to see you here this morning. Uh, I've got a quick survey for you. It's a survey that uh, you'll have seen quite nicely illustrated uh, a little bit earlier in our children's talk. I'm uh, just wondering, who, uh, who here is going to give someone a Christmas present this year? If you wouldn't mind uh, just popping up your hand. Who's going to give someone a Christmas present? Nearly everyone's going to give someone a Christmas present. Uh, second question, who's going to be charging for their Christmas present? Who will be asking people to pray, pay for their Christmas present? Okay, so we've got Wayne and David and Patrick. Okay. Uh, no one else? Uh, nobody serious is charging for their Christmas present this year. That's one of the things about a present, isn't it? It's one of the things about a gift. There's no charge. If there is a charge, if there are strings attached, it's not really a present. Well, the part of the Bible that I want to look at with you today, it makes a contrast. It's a contrast between two masters, two bosses. One of the masters gives a wage. The other master gives a gift, a present. I've put uh, just the, the, the little bit of the, of the Bible that I want to look with you today. It's there on your outline. You'll find it on the piece of paper that uh, was given to you as you came in. You can see it there. It's just in a slightly different writing. Can you see it? So two masters, one gives a wage, one gives a gift. Let me read it to you, Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. A few things to notice there. First, can you see the two masters? <coughs> On the one hand, there's sin. Now, sin is being likened to a master here. He's like a, a, a boss here. He's giving a wage to his servants. It's a boss that gives a wage to their servants, isn't it? Well, sin here is like a boss giving a wage to his employees, his servants. Uh, sin is a master. And on the other hand, can you see who the other master is? It's God, isn't it? Can you see that? He's giving a gift to his servants. Two masters, two bosses that you can be slaves to, sin or God. Now, you know, the Bible says that those are actually the only two choices. Now, many people today think that there's some kind of a third choice, that they can be master of their own destiny. They think they can control their own lives without any boss but themselves. That's not the way the Bible puts it. The Bible says whether we like it or not, we do have a master. And if the master is not God, then it is sin. If God isn't your master, then sin is your master. Now, Bob Dylan, famous theologian, put it nicely in a song. He's saying, you're going to have to serve somebody. It may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. As far as the Bible is concerned, doing things our own way, being in control of our own lives, that's what the Bible calls being a slave of sin. It's not being free because if you're not a slave to God, then you're not treating God the way he deserves. God is the one who made you. God is the one who, who owns you. And, and, and for us, if we reject that, if we reject, if we reject the ownership of God over our lives, then the Bible says we are under the authority of sin. If we're refusing to give God the honour and obedience we owe him, it doesn't make us free. It means sin is our master. And notice the wages. Notice the wages that sin gives to its servants. It's not exactly the sort of thing that you would like to open up in your paycheck at the end of the week. Not the sort of thing that you would like deposited in your bank account at the end of the week. Back to the verse. Can you see the wages of sin? The wages of sin is 
death. Death. Now, sin pays its wage. Sin gives its due to those people who are not God's servants. Death. But notice the contrast. Notice the contrast with the other master. The other master doesn't pay a wage. The other master gives a gift for free. Back to the verse. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, and, and, and the notice what the gift is. I, I don't know what you're going to get for Christmas this year, um, but I bet it's nowhere near as good as the, as, as the gift that God gives. You might get exactly what you've been looking for for the last year. I bet it's nowhere near as good as the gift God gives. God gives eternal life. Eternal life. Life without death. With him and a new heaven and a new earth forever. The verse says, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Not a bad present, don't you reckon? Better than socks and jocks any day of the week, I say. (laughs) Not a bad thing to have under your Christmas tree. Eternal life. Notice then how the gift comes to us. Notice how it comes. It comes to us, can you see, through Jesus. It comes to us because Jesus came to earth as a baby that first Christmas. It comes to us because Jesus lived a perfect, sin-free life. It comes to us because on that cross, Jesus was dying there in our place, bearing the wages of sin that we have earned, dying the death that we deserve. It comes to us because Jesus fully paid that death penalty and rose again from the dead. It comes to us because Jesus defeated death because he now is able to offer eternal life to all who rely on him. Death defeated, sin paid for. Back to the verse, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Notice that it doesn't come through anyone else. It doesn't come in any other way. Buddha did not die and rise again to pay for our sin. Muhammad, Confucius, they did not die and rise again to pay for our sin. There is no free gift through them. Money or sex or family or sport, they did not die and rise again to pay for our sin. There is no free gift of eternal life through them. Neither has anything or anyone else that people try to live for. The gift of eternal life comes in only one way. Through Christ Jesus our Lord. He's the only one who's done what it takes to make that gift of eternal life available. Jesus alone has done it. No other way. So there it is. Two masters. Sin or God. One offers a wage The other offers a gift. And so friends, in the light of what the Bible says here, I need to ask you two things this Christmas. Two things. First, first, have you chosen the right master? Have you chosen the right master? You know, sin might look like a good master. It might give you the impression that you're running life your own way. It might... uh, might uh, give you the impression that you're living life to the full, doing your own thing, ignoring God and all those rules, but, but, but remember sin's wages. Sin is not a boss you want to have. It's a bad idea 
to run life your own way without God. The wages, and I've been in some jobs with some pretty bad wages, but let me tell you, the wages of sin are terrible. No, no way. Much better to choose the second master. Choose God. Submit to him. Now that's going to mean change in your life. If you get a new master, it means changes. A boss requires obedience. Uh, God has set down how he wants his people to live, and it's not just showing up for church on Christmas Day. You're very welcome to be here, of course, but, but it's far more than that. What God wants is, is a total transformation of the way we think, total transformation of our motives, a total transformation of who we are living for. And that's not always easy, and it's not always popular. God the Master demands that we live his way, obedient to him. That may be tough, but, but remember his gift. Remember his gift, instead of death, eternal life. Friends, have you chosen the right master? Can I encourage you this Christmas, make sure that God is your boss, that you are living for him. My second question. My second question is this. Have you accepted God's gift? Have you accepted God's gift this Christmas? Now remember the very nature of a gift. If we're going to accept God's gift, we mustn't try to earn it. We mustn't try to receive it as wages. We mustn't try to pay for it in some way. There is no point coming to God with a list of all your achievements. There's no point coming to God with some kind of a curriculum vitae of all the good things that you've done. There is no point, get this, there is no point thinking that you will get to heaven because you are a good person or because you go to church or because you're a Presbyterian or because you give money to charity or because you're good to your family. The Bible says, the Bible says that even our best works are like filthy rags before God, like smelly, rotting socks before God. There is nothing we can offer to God to merit eternal life. There is nothing we can do to earn eternal life. There is no way we can deserve it. If there was, God wouldn't have given Jesus to die for us. If there was some way we could earn it ourselves, God would have said, go ahead and earn it yourself. But no, instead he gave Jesus. I don't know if you remember Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, but he said, if there is any other way, please take it now, God. There's no other way. There's no way that anyone can earn eternal life. And, and the very nature of a gift, it is not honouring to God to try to pay him for his gift. I mean, we saw it in our survey earlier, apart from Patrick and David and, uh, and uh, was it Wayne over here? Nobody here is charging for their gift this year. All right? Imagine, imagine if, if, if what Warren did to Carmelina this morning actually happened. You, you, you give someone a Christmas present and they pull out their wallet and say, how much do I owe you? That's not honouring you, is it? It's not honouring you. That, that's, that's, that's offensive. It's like saying you're some kind of a terrible stinge. You won't give anything. If we offer a gift, we want it to be received as a gift. We want people to accept our generosity, not throw it in our faces. It's the same with God. He's offering you a gift. He doesn't want you to try to pay for it. He doesn't want you to try and earn it. He just wants you to accept it with thanks. Don't try to earn God's gift. Don't try to receive it as wages. Don't try to get to heaven by being good. No, this Christmas, accept God's gift of eternal life as a gift. The way you do that is very simple. 
You just ask. Speak. Just speak. God can hear you. Say to God, I don't deserve to have eternal life. I can't earn it. But thank you that through Christ Jesus the Lord, eternal life is available. Thanks that he died and and rose again so that I can have eternal life as a gift. Please, God, because of what Jesus has done, give me your gift. Give me eternal life through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that? Have you said that to God? Because if you have, God says that he will do it. He says that he will give you that gift. The Bible says, he who believes in the Son has eternal life. Two masters. One with a wage, one with a gift. The Bible says, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So friends, this Christmas let me encourage you, choose the right master. Choose God. Accept his gift of eternal life. That way we can have a happy Christmas. More than a happy Christmas, we can have a happy new year. More than a happy new year, we can have a happy eternity. Let's pray. Dear God, dear God, We we don't deserve to have eternal life. We can't earn it. But thanks that Jesus lived and died and rose again so that we can have eternal life as a free gift. Please, because of what Jesus has done, give it to us. Give us eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you that you promised to do this for everyone who relies on Jesus. Thank you for your gift. Please help us now to live with you as our boss. Amen.